This is Nerd Podcast Radio, brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com slash nerdpodcastradio. Check out and support us on Patreon for tons of content, including a bonus episode for each episode. If you'd like to reach out to us, the best way to do that is our Nerd Podcast Radio Facebook page, where we share all sorts of nerdy stuff. You can also find us on Instagram, at Nerd Podcast Radio, and on Twitter, at Nerdcast Radio. Don't forget to review us on iTunes or whatever podcast provider you use. Reviews are important as they help our podcast grow. Thanks for listening, everyone. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Nerd Podcast Radio, your nerd home away from home. What's up, everybody? It's me, your host, Special Mike. Along with me is Super Vegan Brian. You wow, goddamn asshole! Oh, what's the what? Yeah, what the fuck was that? Oh, she's back. Where where were you? Oh, yeah. I told you to never send me in that goddamn thing, and you fucking did, you goddamn asshole. Oh I, yeah, I remember now. Last episode, we sent um we sent Erica in the extra dimensional portal at the end of the episode. You got her to get in there? No. Well, <laughs> oh, you tricked her. <laughs> no. Um. Apparently, it can exist in all places and all times at the same time, and I just pushed the Erica button. Oh, man, dude. Oh, I see. I leave you guys alone for a little while and then you start doing stuff like this. That was not our agreement. I said I was never getting in that fucking thing for a fucking reason. And you just had to do it, didn't you? Well, you know, I, I mean, Anthony's gone through all sorts of adventures and pop I don't culture. Give a shit. I mean, the only thing he came back with that was bad was super cancer, but we found the cure for that, and it gave him Deadpool's powers, so... Uh, I mean, just, what... <laughs> well, I mean, and the ability to speak Not dance. the fucking point. <laughs> Fuck you. Where, Fuck you, Brian. Where Where did he go that was... What happened? What, where did you go, Erica? I don't want to fucking talk about it. Are you oh. sure? Are you sure? I mean... I don't want to talk about it. Well, Fortunately, we have a segment for this at the end of the episode that we can revisit. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll talk. We'll talk about this. But uh, Smurfy, Cursey, Smurfy, Erica, <laughs> Ola, who's barely alive, apparently, <laughs> and uh, you know, David Theobald. Hi, everybody. The third. The third. Yeah, it's the it's the third. <laughs> the third. He doesn't like the bears. <laughs> well, I'm not from Chicago. Why would I? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Very true. Uh, and oh, Brian. By the way, I have a question. Um, what's this puddle of ectoplasmic goo sitting next to me, wearing a Rick and Morty shirt? Well, it's not supposed to be a puddle. It should be you. We you, we we fired up one of the clones because we couldn't get Odin to be on this episode. Did you let it out of the vat too early? I. It's gurgling. Oh, oh. damn it! <laughs> Can you hold the mic up to it? I want to hear the gurgling. Yeah, sure. Hang on. <laughs> I kill me. Oh, Star Trek's cool. Well, it didn't sound like that worked out very well. That doesn't. 
that didn't work. And I'm, I'm trying to keep a straight face right now. Um, that didn't work. Um, oh my God. <laughs> um, I'm dying. Oh my God. I, I feel so cruel. Um, okay. Um, I'm going oh, to push the flesh button. Whoosh. All right. Uh, we will attempt that another time. Um, so we don't have a guest today. Um, uh, what are we talking about today? Today? Oh, yeah. We're going to talk about this one. <laughs> a poor clone. Uh, rom- romantic drama and pop culture, you know? If, do, you, do, you, do you like a little romance with, with your dramas and your comedies? Do you like no. get-togethers? No. Go ahead, Erica. Go ahead. No, that's it. No. No, I don't. I think it's stupid. <laughs> she really this just... has been Nerd Podcast Radio. Stay nerdy. Stay, <laughs> stay informed. You have a good day. <laughs> you like this? No. <laughs> okay, then. That's the show. <laughs> no, no. I must be one of the only females in the world that feels that way, too. As soon as things start to get romantic on screen, I'm like, oh, fuck you all. <laughs> wow, you, you must not like a lot of stuff on the popular scene nowadays. That is true. I don't. And we are going to spend some time talking about that. But first. But first, we're going to play everybody's favorite game, What's Nerdy With You, where everybody talks about the nerdiest thing they did this week. And then we vote using the patented Mike Myler system. Fuck you, Brian. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, you're not I'm not long. really sorry. I can't wait to hear about what happened. But um, we're going David, Eric, to Brian, Michael. So David. Oh, I'm, I'm first. Jeez. Oh, uh, well, let's see. What is nerdy with me? Um, it's February, finally. God, it's been one hell of a month. Um, well, I think the nerdiest thing I'm doing is the next weekend. Uh, so I'm not doing it yet, but I'm going to be doing it in the near future. Uh, is the first meeting for the uh, Southern California Renaissance Pleasure Fair uh, information for the upcoming season, which opening day is April 4th. I just want to point out the fact they call it a pleasure fair always yes. throws me. I'm well, all I'm like that. is how many orgies are going on after the place closes? If, if well, you work at the Ren Fair, the name makes sense. Uh, <laughs> we are a family-friendly event <laughs> that uh, is fun for the whole but family. Gates, but when those gates close, they're making families. We don't talk about that stuff. What happens in Fairside after dark? stays at Fairside after dark. But when the f- gates close, they're making families. That's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> they got they to make some to come back next year. Oh, my God. Oh, man. <laughs> yep, so it begins again. It's about that time. Oh, yeah. Yay. It's going to be great. I can't wait. Hopefully you can actually like come out for a weekend this time. I really want to this year. I've been trying so hard. But, uh, yeah, we're going to try. All right. Awesome. We'll talk more about that off air. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, after me is uh, me. what's nerdy with you? Um, I didn't. I mean, I, okay. So Amelia has been feeling like super lonely. Oh, no. Yeah. Because she comes home after school and she's all by herself. Until uh, Chris and I get home. And so we were talking. I was trying to figure out something where she could make some new friends outside of school. And she used to go play the Pokemon League 
for little kids, but then she was like eight, so she lost interest pretty quick. Um, but she decided that she wanted to go meet people that like the same things that she does. And so, because my husband and I met playing D&D at the local game shop, I thought maybe she could meet some friends playing Pokemon at the local game shop. Well, all of her cards, because it's been like three years, are no longer legal. So um, I went and I bought her uh, a deck. Well, I bought two decks, one for me and one for her, so that she and I can play so she could practice. And then um, the deck that she's going to play. So she's going to start doing that. She's actually going to do that in about 20 minutes. So that's kind of the nerdy thing is that I helped Amelia get back into her nerdy thing. Nice. You're a nerd Although, facilitator. Nice. That's right. Although honorable mention, I watched the end of the fucking world on Netflix. Have you guys watched that yet? No, uh, no, I can't say I have. I fucking binge watched that in Russian doll this week. Ooh. Uh, both are fucking fantastic. Like they start Gosh, like the first couple good. episodes. You're not really sure. You're like, eh. and then they both like go on this wild fucking ride. I binge watched both seasons of the end of the fucking world and the first season of Russian dolls. I haven't Russian watched doll. the end of the fucking world. I have to check that out. Russian doll. I watched that. Yeah. I enjoyed that, that one thoroughly. Is that the second season of that come out? No. Okay. No, but End of the Fucking World is goddamn brilliant. I haven't even heard of that one. Actually. Um, I watch a, It's British, so I watch a lot of British stuff, so I think Netflix just suggested it, because I like British things. That's fine. Because I, I think the British are particularly funny people. Agreed. Rest in peace, Terry Jones. Yes. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, but uh, I actually started watching Peaky Blinders not too long ago. I've, uh, I've watched most of the first season. I really like that show. Yeah, it was a good one. I enjoyed it. Yeah, they I just had their get fifth into that one. They just had their fifth season drop. Uh, I'm I'm re- I'm going I'm watching through it a little slowly. I just finished the first season, but it's really good. Mm-hmm. It really is. I, watched, I only watched the first episode of Peaky Blinders, and it just did not get my attention. It Maybe starts off a little slow, up. but it it, it it gets really good. It picks up a lot of momentum. As around episode three is when you start getting a good momentum on it. Yeah, they're still kind of introducing everybody the first couple episodes. Yeah, I mean, Sam Neill plays the main plays the main bad guy for that one. It's so good. <laughs> Keep expecting me to be like, one day I'm gonna have a grandson who decides he's gonna become a paleontologist and run from dinosaurs for real. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, all right, Brian. Um, I had a jam-packed couple of weeks. Um, I think the cool, the the most new kind of nerdy thing I'm working on is um, Erica and I are in early days of um, writing a project. Um, that's all I really want to share about it here. We're talking a little bit more about it in detail in the bonus episodes, um, but. Uh, I've been doing a lot of research on novel writing and um, and um, specific structures of novels and just brainstorming ideas. And it's like everything I like about planning for a campaign, but as a novel, um, it's been really, really fun. And it's cool to be doing something new. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I've I didn't know we before. were allowed to use that as our nerdy thing. Um why wouldn't we be able to? Apparently no. so. I mean, did I, we make an agreement? <laughs> no, I just thought that was like something we were like, I don't know. 
I don't I know. I just assumed that was yeah. like a separate thing. But I, I mean, you're even, right. I mean, I was even okay. I mean, I'm I've written in the past, but now it's like now that I'm writing that with you, I feel like a writer again. And I haven't felt like a writer in a long time. And it I geek out on that because, you know, we um, I'd had a writing partner before, which that ended. And it I wish it hadn't because I was having so much fun doing that. Now I have a new writing partner and it's one of my favorite people in the whole world. So I'm, Aww. yeah. So, oh, um, and like I said, um, you know, we're, we're going to talk about it in general terms here and share more detail on the bonus episode. Um, that, I, that's just kind of what we came up with last week. So yeah, we're working on a novel. So awesome. Yay. Um, Mikey, what's nerdy with you? Well, as you know, we do. I, well, no. Bought a hat. Starting off a sentence. Bought a hat. <laughs> Wore a hat. Fuck you both. But uh, no, actually, like Brian, I've had some. I've had jam packed a uh, few weeks, actually, since the Christmas holiday. You know, father of four now. Yeah. Oh, is it official? Uh, not yet. We have we have a one court date in March, and then we found out from all the professionals involved that they're expediting our case. <gasps> they, I'm glad to hear it, man. That's great. We could we could see, you know, official finalization as early as but, June. But the kids are in your house full time. Oh yeah, they're they're not going anywhere. They're with us. They're ours. Uh, we've they they they're already calling us mom and dad. They they're little spitfires and we love them. So, we're doing we're doing all all the family things and then we'll have all the official paperwork and stuff done and go see the judge and get the teddy bears probably as early as June. Teddy bears? They, you, you get a, the kids get a teddy bear. The oh. judge, the, uh, the court gives each child a, a teddy bear and on that, a, at that appointment. Oh Aww. yeah. That's a really cool thing. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. If you're uh-huh. ever in court for like something like a ticket or something and you're really bummed out and stressed, just go over to the adoption, the family court, and then just sit around because it's guaranteed some family will come out cel- celebrating and it will cheer up your whole day. <laughs> oh, yeah. When we've been before and we were like the third or fourth one in and you just see all these happy people coming out. Kids got teddy bears. They're smiling. They're crying. People are taking pictures. I've seen bailiffs cry. It's it's amazing. Oh. Yeah. Is there a nerdy twist? Well, the nerdy twist is. My kids are trying so hard to be nerdy, but they just, they're not getting it. <laughs> but no, that was, uh, oh, they're, they, they, they've, they've started Star Wars three times, but they fall, but they fall asleep because they always want to start it around their nap time. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, let's watch your movie, dad. And, and I look over and they're just gone. And I'm like, Luke's about to kill this dude. Come on. <laughs> It doesn't sound like they're failing to be nerdy. It sounds no, like they just, just really want to be interested in the stuff you're interested in, and they're kids. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I have no issue with my children doing this. I, I understand it. They're little. Um, so you have more, a two-year-old, <laughs> I have a, a three, and two fives. Yeah, two, a three, and two fives. Now, that's more like of an honorable mention. Uh, my nerdy thing is we went to SeaWorld yesterday, and after we left SeaWorld, we went to um, – my wife's uncle's house where, you know, we, we like it's where Jeremy or my cousin Jeremy lives, you know, and he was there and he pulled me to the side. He pulled me into this back room of the house, a room I've only ever been in like once or twice. And in there he has like three walls of pops. It's his pop collection. They wow, are that's, that's not the direction I thought that was going. All right. Yeah. No, me either. But continue. What do you think was going to happen to me, guys? You, you don't want to know. 
<laughs> I thought of like the John Mulaney routine where it's like there's a bunch of black and white photos and these are photos of people's family that I stole from their homes. <laughs> and I was looking at him and went, why? <laughs> he said, because it's the one thing you can't replace. <laughs> That's the end of the story, but then that fucked up. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's, he's got like three walls and then there's like a stack on a table in like the middle of the room. And I was like, what are these ones? He goes, Oh, I'm, I'm going through my collection. These are all the ones I'm getting rid of. Have fun. It was, oh, so you got oh. some pops. It was six high, three wide, seven back. Wow. How, wow. What, any to throw a few out there. Any exciting ones? I got the glow in the dark captain Marvel. Ooh, I got pudgy pick from power Rangers. Nice. Rita Repulsa. Okay. The Yellow Power Ranger, Lord Zed, who, by the way, I realized Lord Zed, his pop number is 666. Mm. Oh, he he didn't just get, he's not just getting rid of some pops. He picked those out because I know you and you got really excited. Oh, yeah. I have two of the Aru monsters. Which ones? Which two? Um, Oh, uh, Iblina and... Crom, he doesn't have Ickis. Oh, damn. Uh, For listeners who got confused, Ah, Real Monsters was a very popular cartoon in the 90s. <laughs> I yes. love I loved that show. Um, ah, I have, Nickelodeon. I, I got Tommy and Chucky from hey. uh, Rugrats. Rugrats. I have the best one from Rugrats. Which one do you have? Reptar. Oh, yes, you do. Um, <laughs> no, I, have a- <laughs> I like Angelica. She's my favorite. Doesn't surprise me. That makes a lot of sense, actually. <laughs> <laughs> But, she was uh, just trying to impart some good wisdom on those babies. It's not her fault they didn't listen. Well, well making their lives a living hell. Um, That's a large what life size, is. She was preparing them. Yeah, she's like, this is what life's going to be, boys. Uh, a large-sized <laughs> TARDIS. Okay. And there's, I got a bunch of them. I got both Norbert and Daggett Angry, Angry Beavers. Okay. Uh, I'm really excited. Nice. I, oh, I, I love, love that. I love that show. That was one of my favorites. I got so many. Um and that is time. Anything else you have to share about that has to go in the bonus episode because we just, have just to that, vote. Just a, it's a giant black trash bag in my room, and it's and it, there's over 30 pops in there. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. You know what you could do? Take a picture, and we can put it on the website. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'll am gonna. i get them stacked out as soon That's as I can. For the Facebook. Know. We don't right. have a website yet. Yeah, no so me. Oh, and I got three tombstone pops. Okay, so David shared the details of his Ren Fair meeting. Erica... Um, is helping Amelia become um, get back into a nerdy thing so she can not be a lonely child anymore. I'm working on a novel with my best friend, and Mikey watches Peaky Blinders and got a bunch of pops from Jeremy. So, um, David, you have five widgets. Who gets them? Wow. All right. I'm going to have to go with uh, Erica gets two, Brian gets two, and Mikey gets one because pops are awesome. I didn't get left out. Yay. Uh. Yay. Uh, Erica, how about you? Um, Brian gets two, uh, and you get two. Ooh, Actually, you get three, David. Yay, thank you. Sorry, Mikey. It's the Angelica thing, isn't it? <laughs> the Angelica thing. No, I think it's really cool. I always wanted to work <laughs> at Ren Fair, and I never had the time. Well, when I did have the time, I, my mom was not supportive and therefore I never had a ride to be able to go do it. And you have to be really consistent. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, and I was like a teenager and stuff when I wanted to do it, and I, you know, I needed I needed support, but I didn't have it, and so I never got to do it. Um, and I think it's cool that you spend your time doing it because now I have kids, and if I wanted to do something for myself, that's just a non-existent idea. So yeah, I think that's cool. It is a lot of fun, and hopefully one of these years you'll be around this area at some point, and you can come and enjoy. I know Mikey's going to. We'll work it out. We're going to work it out. Oh, yeah. I have no idea when on earth I would be back in California. Yeah, I know. I used to go on my birthday every year, um, because my birthday is May 16th, so there's usually usually there's Renfair around that weekend. Uh, yeah, Red Fair always goes by that weekend. Yeah, we used to go on May Day every year. That was always a fun time to go to. Oh wow, May Day is a really fun day at fair because it's the celebration of the new month. Um, the ladies wear their hair down. There's flower crowns everywhere. There's lots of dancing. That is not what May Day is about, but we'll go with it. It is at fair. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I mean, is it fair? <laughs> Oh man. Um so oh. I'm gonna give um I'm gonna give all five of mine to Erica. Aww. Yeah, yeah, Pokemon is uh, is nerdy. Because you know why? Because I hmm. love you, love you first. Oh god damn it. <laughs> love you second. <laughs> <laughs> and um Wait, did uh, he just dude, did you just explain the trick? Uh inside jokes. I did not. Good, I'm making yeah. sure that's all. Okay. <laughs> um and um, Mikey, what about you? Well, David well, gets three, Rick gets two. Ooh, yay! Thank you, sir. And Erica wins. Yay! yay. Super Pokemon. mom powers. Pokemon is the <laughs> ultimate nerd thing. <laughs> Watch, there's just gonna be one day where she's like, "Mom, I want to play Pokemon with you. We can play the deck, but could you please turn off the theme song?" And you just hear, "I want to be the best." <laughs> so uh, oh, in the oh. background, another nerdy thing that I did this week. Which we will share in the no, bonus do episode. Now. Do, now okay. No, no. But I'll no. forget. He sent you somewhere. Write you just down. You, you do it. <laughs> Make it quick. No, I was just going to say I finished Pokemon Sword and Shield. Oh, congratulations. Oh, yay. Now I'm glad I gave you. Um, well, because you won What's Nerdy with you this week, we will send you all of the widgets. Um, we are going to, we're in, in celebration of your win, we're going to send them to you in, um, a special widget Pokeball. Oh, nice. As long as it has nothing to do with the trans-dimensional portal. Well, that's how we send the widgets. I mean, that's obvious. Well, then you can keep the goddamn widgets in that goddamn trans-dimensional portal. Well, I can't. We we specially develop these balls. You throw them and you go, widget you, I choose you. (laughs) What's funny is when they pop out, they're shaped like a random Pokemon every time, and then they collapse on the ground like you murdered it. It's great. terrible it 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 they collapse on the ground like they've been killed by radiation poisoning so just imagine any pokemon just oh, covered in tumors oh, God. <laughs> wow that went a lot darker than i thought it was going to okay well that ended up exactly where i thought it was going to that, that is going to be the tagline for this <laughs> episode Eric Romance with- in pop culture. Wow, that went a lot darker than I thought it was going to. So, uh, put, wow, it's darker please, than I thought. <laughs> Mikey, please give us a little bit oh, of an introduction Jesus. on our topic and we'll get started. Okay, we're going to handle this the same way we did the we did in some reviews. I can't. 
I'm reading the I'm reading the full tagline. Gotcha. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're sorry, Mr. Ketchum. He has a severe sarcoma. Once he oh, exposed to the elephant's foot. Oh, Back up. Backup protocol engaged. With Valentine's Day coming soon, we decided to do something a little different with this episode. We're talking about love, specifically how whether it would be book, whether it be books, comics, movies, TV, or other romance and love, find their way into all aspects of pop culture for good or ill. So, Mikey, why don't you decide? Oh no, David, you get to decide a question about this topic that we're that we'll talk about um you have a whole list oh, of Jesus. questions okay. yes. or you can come up with your own about romance and pop culture okay um since i already kind of know the answer to this i still think it's a fun thing to talk about hey erica do you do you like or dislike love stories in media uh dislike strongly dislike very much dislike please elab- please elaborate ah uh, okay so sometimes love stories are okay, but it's super rare. It's like a 2% because it's always this stupid romantic trope where like two people that are completely opposite of each other, you know, fall over each other and through a series of events fall in love and are soulmates. Well, that is not reality for several reasons. Um, And while I know we go to things to escape reality, it sets up the social construct that is just absolutely impossible for either males or females to live up to. And it sets in your mind that if, you know, even if this person is like completely nothing like you, that you can, you know, there, you know, opposites attract the love of your life, blah, 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 blah. And it's dumb because the facts of life are that you have to have things in common. You don't have to say, have to have the same interest, but for a relationship to work and be fully developed to where you respect and love and care about each other and are committed to each other, you have to have the same goals in life. If you don't, if they don't line up, it doesn't matter how much you can love each other or are attracted to each other. And you I know, agree if, with Erica completely. I, I think I agree as well. But. I think that the whole it simplifies it too much. What what you really need in a romantic story relationship is you need not only you need like values. You have to go deep and compare values mm-hmm. and they have to be like yeah. the whole opposites attract thing is wrong but it comes from the fact that people should have complementary traits that they should complementary with an e that they should have things that are different that the other person lacks so one has a strength and the other one has a weakness and then that meshes together to be something stronger that's where the whole Mm -hmm. opposites thing comes from but media simplifies it which is dumb as erica so eloquently said Oh, yep. thank you. Yep. I mean, I appreciate you a, stopping my rant. I could have continued. I mean, there is I, an I argument for for dumbing it down that way, as far as for consumption by the media. But that's oh, that's a that's from a uh, a trying to make money off it viewpoint. But it sets up the especially for young girls. It sets. I mean, young boys as well. 
it sets up these ideas that, you know, you have to have this grand romantic gesture or they don't really love you. Or, you know, it's okay if they do bad things to you, if they really don't mean it, and eventually they apologize. Like, but that's what's out there. It's like, oh, he cheat. Like, how many stories have you seen where the guy cheats on the girl, but then he apologizes because he truly loves her and he didn't mean to? Oh, yeah. You know? But, I mean, that's just... I swear I tripped into it, baby. Yeah, it's one of those things where you've set up this thing to where, like... Men are expected to be like, oh, it's a huge at, double standard. Yeah, like it's like it's like this. Well, the double standard thing aside, but men are expected to be able to make all these horrible mistakes, but one grand gesture of love makes everything better. And women are expected to just accept these things because he really does love me. It's one. It's it's very very dumb, and it's it just sets up this really bad men have these expectations and then women have these expectations. And it's always like, Oh, it's kind of like the boys will be boys arguments on stuff. It's really, it's just, it's poisoning society. That's why when I do enjoy something that is romantic, it's because they connect on like, like an emotional level that has nothing to do with sex before they ever have sex. Like, those are the ones that I like. But the um, ones that are just, like, physical attraction are the ones that are really stupid. I'd like to bring up a specific romantic comedy, which is probably the only romantic comedy Erica has ever recommended to me. It was a movie, What If, with Daniel Radcliffe. Oh, yes. What I've about, heard of it. I haven't actually seen it. What about that movie made you like it versus thinking it was dumb? Because they connect on that level. It's kind of like uh, like we were talking about earlier, uh, End of the Fucking World. It's, they have a similar thing in there um, where these two people that are very much alike in the way they think and how they process the world around them, but they have very different lives, um, how they you know how that's more like real love than anything else. I think that's really what it is. That's more like real love than any of these like stupid rom-coms and stuff like that. Like you go through periods where things suck and you don't see eye to eye, but in the end you share the same values. You say you share the same worldview so that you can have a successful relationship because if you don't share those things, then you can't. It's impossible to go through life wanting two different things and have any sort of healthy relationship. That's it. Yeah. What's your question for um, yeah, you're me? Done. Why do you like rom-coms? Oh, Because wow. you do. I do. Oh, That's a good question. That's a really good question. Um, what, what about rom-coms do I like? Um, I think that I like the predictable nature of rom-coms. I like being able to kind of joke about it and say this person's gonna try to get with this person and make yeah one of the things about rom-coms that i think is funny is how they all follow the same formula and i like watching a rom-com too there's the big question i'm looking for is it going to follow the same formula is it not going to follow the same formula if it follows the same formula i like it because i get to kind of dissect the formula and decide how it follows the formula if it doesn't follow the same formula, then I enjoy it because it's new. Um, here's uh, an example of a rom-com that follows the formula um, 
You Got Mail, where the main characters are the bad guys in that story. Oh, um, Hanks is just really bad. Yeah, I mean, he's... He's a stalker. Well, he's a stalker at, at and the he's, end. He's, he's, he doesn't tell her right away, and he pretends that they still don't know each other And when he figures it out. And yeah, um, he, she's like, in a relationship, and the only sin... The they only both are. Sin, yeah, and the only sin her husband or boyfriend, I don't remember, but the only sin her partner commits is being boring. It's so bad. It, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's what that's one of the main formulas. It's one's in a relationship and the, they're kind of not happy, but the person's not evil. Then there's the other one where they're they're gonna they're engaged and the interested party finds out that the person engaged too is evil. Like in Yeah, I've seen that one. Uh what is it that one with Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore? That's one of them, um, which well, the wedding singer where yeah. the guy ends up being this like total bastard and tells him like tells him that he sleeps around knowing that she's his friend. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Not only is he evil, he's stupid. Um, uh, wedding Crashers is another big one, but yeah. Wedding Crashers doesn't follow the formula. So I like Wedding Crashers because it doesn't present itself as a romantic comedy. Um, yeah. Even it's, though it is. It's a fun uh, movie. I like it a lot. Uh, my favorite romantic comedies that don't follow the formula um, are um, Forget Paris, which is an older romantic comedy with Billy Crystal that has to be one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. Um, it has a lot of running gags through the movie. It's a comedy first before it's a romantic comedy. But ro- romance is the point of the movie. And... The entire idea of the movie is that they fall in love based on an amazing experience. And the question is, are they going to be able to hold it together, even though life will never be as it was when they met in Paris? It's a nice concept. Yes, there's Mm -hmm. some there's some. The other thing is, is the movie is presented like Yojimbo, where um the aspects of the story are told from four different people telling the story. They're meeting at dinner and they're telling the story about these friends that fell in love. And then the story ends with the people that it happened to telling the story, but you never see their perspective. You only see the perspective of the friends who are all amazed by the relationship that these people have to the point where they tell it at dinner. Wow. Okay. I might actually have to watch this movie. Wow. And Billy Crystal plays a basketball referee and he's fucking hilarious. Well, it's Billy Crystal. He's funny in everything yeah. he's in. Yeah. It's called forget Paris. Um, and it, if, when you see it, I will ask you about it because it has one of the funniest jokes I've ever seen in a movie that makes me spit out my drink after seeing it 10 times. All right. I'll, wow. uh, I'll look it up. Uh, what, do you know what service it's on? Um, no, probably all of them. It's an older movie. Yeah, fair enough. I'll find it. Um, I'm going to watch that today. <laughs> another good example of one that breaks the formula is, um, I have to look up the name because I might get it wrong. Um, I think About Time. Oh, no, I don't know that one either. About Time is a British romantic comedy, but it doesn't present like a normal romantic comedy. Um, it's about a guy who um, finds out his, his ability to time travel. Okay. And it's an ability that's passed through his family. And, oh, Erica, Bill Nye plays the dad. Oh. Oh, okay. Nye, Nye, the British one. Right. 
Not Bill Nye the Science Guy. Bill Nye. <laughs> Who is that? Um, that's actually a fairly big, famous evil vampire from from um, what's the name of that movie? Underworld. Oh yeah. Oh okay. All right. Yeah. The the I one like guy the one guy you really liked in the movie Love Actually. Yeah, that guy. Okay, yeah, yeah, I like yeah, that yeah. Guy. So okay. gotta know by now. I am a faces person, not a name person. I'm not Me good with names. I am a context person. Yeah. So often Brian will be like, blah 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 blah, and I'll be like. Who's that? And then he yeah. knows he has to give me references. Yeah, I'm the exact same way. Or I way. won't see it. I'm so the exact if, same way. If I want to sum it up, um, TLDL, too long didn't listen. Um, <laughs> Brian likes romantic comedies because he's a film buff and likes watching movies and seeing what their formula's like and how they're filmed and how they're, the story is told more than the content of the movie itself. And if the content is good, he likes it even more. But I can appreciate a movie even if it's kind of dumb. I can't. I don't have it in me. That was a really good question. So uh, my question for Mikey is, um, what are your thoughts about fan fiction that forces romance into pop culture? (laughs) (laughs) It can get very cringy. Um, There are some that it's like, yeah, that would work. Because there's some... Uh, and to, aside from America, there are people who, who sit there and be like, man, those those two kind of should have got together. And then fan fiction puts them together and you could either be like, man, no, that wouldn't work. Or it would be, yeah, man, they're totally right for each other. And what is the colloquial term for that? Shipping. Shipping. <laughs> Let's ship them. I don't care. Ship it. Right, anyway, <laughs> it can get very bad. I, I, I get I get very finicky with it. Uh, there's been ones where I'm like, yeah. And then there's ones where it's like, no, or, or forcing a full character change just to make it work. Like, it's like, it's not, that's not the character anymore. You can't do that. Look, you are, you are never, ever going to convince me that foe that, uh, that, uh, that Finn and Poe was not a thing. <laughs> I've never said that. Okay. Never just say that. <laughs> Fan fictions where it's like, where it's like, it oh, should have been a thing. I'm I know. Really it should have been route. a thing. That the wasn't a bromance. That was so romance. obvious. That oh, wasn't a bromance. That was a romance. Yes. Yeah. Like, I, God damn it, China. I was actually, list, I was actually listing, listing those three movies as one of my favorite uh, romantic comedies of all time. <laughs> but I just want to say out there for the supernatural fans listening to this episode, their brother. Destiel is not fan is not canon. Destiel is not canon. But you mean Dean and Castiel? It is not canon. I am saying it again. (laughs) But it's beautiful. (laughs) Sam and Dean, that's just horrible. They're brothers. (laughs) Oh god. Yeah. Seriously. Now that's canon. (laughs) (laughs) What's hilarious is when they're looking when they're looking through the slash he's looking through the slash fiction and he's like he's like, What do you mean slash? He goes like Together, then we're brothers, right? <laughs> My favorite episode is when they do. Why is it Destiel? Shouldn't it be Dean's DL or Castadine? What about Sasti? What about Sastio? Why is there no Sastio? <laughs> like, like Sam is actually saying, why aren't they writing about me and Cass fucking? <laughs> is this in an episode? This this actually happened in an episode where they were talking about. It was the convention. They were doing a me- they were having a meta conversation about shipping their characters 
in fan fiction. That's hilarious. No, because, I never saw that episode. Because Supernatural exists as a book in their universe. Yeah, yeah. I know that. Because a chat. That's that's Bastard. funny. Flash. God. Oh God, you guys. That means you guys look to the bugs. You're here to kill me, aren't you? <laughs> but uh, for fan fiction, it's a it's for me. It's a fine line. If you um, want to do it, that's okay. But don't completely distort the structuring of a character to make it work. What's your favorite and least favorite ship in Star Trek? In Star Jesus. Trek? <laughs> I let's see here. Uh, least favorite was they actually the, the Riker Picard stuff. It's actually surprisingly even though I listen to next conversation and they joke Wait, about it all the time. What? Is the Riker Picard stuff actually that I I find is my least favorite. Oh good god. It really is. Oh, why? Least favorite. Yeah. <laughs> Number one, your beard is tickling me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, God. Captain, I'm ready for We're ready for docking sequence. Make it so. Number one. Mm. Oh, sweet Christ. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get an Earl Grey. Hot. What about you? I'll just have a cigarette. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. <laughs> uh, most. Uh, most favorite uh, is kind of a, a vanilla pick, but it's it's a Janeway Jacote one. Interesting. Okay. To me, they there should have like they kind of imply that there might have been something at towards the end of the series, the way future Janeway sees his grave. I was gonna say but, there was a lot of sexual tension there. Oh, there was massive <laughs> amounts. Also, considering she's like, well, the guy I was with before we got put into the Delta Quadrant probably moved on and put my dog in a kennel. <laughs> Yeah, she's gone for seven years. That dog is gone. There's oh, no yeah. way he kept that dog. Oh. Where's my dog? This is where you're gonna get mad. <laughs> look, baby, you were de- look, baby, you were dead. <laughs> Mikey, so I, had, I thought you were up in the heavens, so I I sent your dog to find you. Oh. Shut the fuck Technically, up. Oh. I guess she was. Shut the fuck up, Mikey. What's your fa- <laughs> What's your question for David? <laughs> oh my God, Mikey. You want me to give David a good question? I'll give David. Uh, a good question. Let's see here. Well, David. Honestly, what is like? I'm trying to think of how to say this. When you're looking at at, when you're looking at the when you're looking at at the media and you're seeing these love stories happen, when does it like? When does it start to feel creepy to you? Like when does it just just doesn't seem like it's gonna like it's not working well? Well, honestly, a lot of times it has to do with the chemistry between the characters, how well they would you know. It's everyone's opinions different, and everyone has in their own mind. What uh, what what they're particularly looking for, and you tend to measure everyone you meet at some point to those standards, whether we admit it to ourselves or not. And I'm gonna need more explanation. Are you talking about in real life? I'm talking about people in general when they watch things like that. It, if it doesn't, people people think that different things are. Some people think things are creepier than others, and some people think that some things are aren't aren't are creepy that aren't and are not that are. And it's hard to make statements for a lot of people. It's, you know, trying to make generalizations about things is everybody's different. Um, for me, at least the ones that get creepy are the ones where the guy, I'm a big proponent of consent in all forms and the ones where guys get pushy or they have a, someone that's stalking them or things like that, or just, I don't, I don't know, like the gray things. things? What are, yeah, what I'm, I'm not a big fan of stuff like that. And what, what's it uh, called? I forget. Oh, shit. Uh, 50, 50 Shades, Shades of, of Grey. Yeah, I mean, 
or the movie the itself, cringiest cringer ever. Yeah, the movie itself wasn't very good. The characters had no chemistry, and that was just bad. They got creepy, and the <laughs> books were originally Twilight fan fiction before yes. that they were that what they were. Yes, they were. Yeah, Twilight's bad too. I bought Twilight oh. and rewatched them oh. so that I Those movies could... are just terrible. No, they really are. But Amelia is becoming a pre. I mean, she's a preteen, becoming a teenager, and I wanted to refresh myself on them so that when she did watch them, I could explain to her all the unhealthy behaviors that are in them because I don't want her to romanticize that idea. Yes, absolutely. Mom, you don't get me. You never do anything for me. Do you know what I put myself for you? <laughs> you know what I did? Yeah. So the first Look at these I movies. Those was, a, it was in duress as well. My friend Emily loved the books and the movies were coming out and she was like, Oh, you have to go with me. I need somebody to go with me. There's nobody else. And I was like, you know, you're describing hell to me, right? Having to watch like a romantic movie. But there'll be popcorn. (laughs) And she was like, I know, but do it for me. So I did every fucking one of them. And it was miserable. And I hated it. Yeah. I went to the the midnight premiere for the first two because I was trying to get laid. That's fair. You fair had enough. Fun. You you suffer for that. I mean, that's that, that's worth it. Yeah. Um, like one of one of the really creepy ones for me is uh, Star Wars, the 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 prequels with Anakin and uh, and Padme. That was a very creepy. Those were very uncomfortable. Uncomfortable relationship, yeah. especially yeah. in the Phantom Menace. Oh my god! Oh man! <laughs> Somebody captioned the last scene where they look at each other, where where she's like, "Man, I'm really into you." And like the kid looks at was like, I'm going to get it. <laughs> I, you know, I understand that they were supposed to be nine and 14. Yeah, but but she was like still, 22. Yeah. He was, was nine. <laughs> he was nine. It was Could you all walking no, on no, set that and was, like, you have to you have to act like you're in love with this nine year old boy. Oh, no, there's one that's worse than that. Have you have you guys remember, remember the, the kids movie Blank Check? Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, right. I've never seen that. Oh, my God. Watch Blank it's a Check. Disney movie. It's, this yes. is, it's a hardcore Disney movie. And, like, yeah. doesn't, and doesn't, the leading, it, doesn't the guy get killed and, at the beginning, too? Uh, yeah, the yeah. guy gets killed in the beginning. And then the leading lady in the movie is this bombshell who has to pretend to be interested and fall in love with and a, a 13 like year 12 year, 13 year old kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's fucking weird. <laughs> it's so weird. It is on Disney Plus. Yes, it's a Disney movie. <laughs> now you know what you're watching tonight, right, Brian? It's, uh, it's it's got Toad Lock in it, which he plays a great bad guy. Oh, he, I like. Yeah, he plays Juice. Oh. <laughs> oh, it's such a good movie. Enjoy that. It's like 90 minutes. It's pure sap, and it's hysterical. <laughs> um, how about um? Do you want to hear something hilarious? Hold on, hold I first... on. I was gonna. No, share... no, no. This has to do with blank check. Hold on. Oh, okay. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Use yes, it. please. The first time I saw that, I, uh, God, I was a kid. I don't even know how old I was. I don't know what year it came out, but I was a kid. Yeah. And the whole time I was watching that, I was like, he's committing a crime. He's oh, going to go to jail. Them. Lots of I them. was like, you can't just forge a check. This is a terrible idea. 
somebody's get. I was worried the kid was going to jail the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was worried about. Oh, the whole my God. fucking movie. He had such like, a good what a out, bad though. Guy. Oh, it's. I was like, That's a bad it, thing. Dude, when he. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, so I was the same way, but then whenever he was like, the guy was like, I'm Macintosh. I was like, oh, there's your out. <laughs> yeah. Here's one that might surprise everybody. Big with Tom Hanks. Big that's, was an interesting movie. I enjoyed it. I like that. Uh, yeah, Dancing but he's right. Piano. Because he's a kid. Yeah. It's Tom oh, Hanks. yeah. He's a fucking kid. Yeah, no, it is creepy as hell. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Well, the, the, way to de- the, the way to decide if a movie is creepy or not is... If you reverse the gender roles, is it creepy? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. Now, in fairness, she time, didn't know he was a kid because he's in an adult body. Yeah, well, she yeah. didn't know. And you know, can't blame her. She didn't. And know. I've read about it. And they were in trying to plot imply that when he became an adult, he actually was one. And that was sort of his when he sleeps with her in the movie, that's his, he's actually becoming an adult now. And he's, it, it, it's a, it's like a crisis point in the movie where he has to decide if he's going to stay an adult and not be a kid anymore, or he gets to go back and become a kid. And it's an important part of the movie. And I still love that movie, but it is, it is kind of weird and creepy. I don't think it's hugely problematic because of what they're trying to imply in the movie and how it's handled, but it's still kind of creepy. I think yeah. it's very creepy, person. And if you reverse the gender roles, it it's just undoable, and mm-hmm. which is which is not okay. So yeah, I'm just gonna say it's not okay. It's not okay. It's not okay. By the way, I tried watching Little, and we couldn't watch it. It was awful. No, oh, I didn't see it. What's Little? Little is a kind of a remake of it. It's kind of a reboot of the whole big idea, except a woman gets made into a kid. Oh, oh wow. I don't, I don't know about that. Yeah, I'm, uh, that sounds a little iffy. We didn't yeah, no. even make it to the magical part. We didn't make it into to the point where that happened because it was just so bad. We turned oh, it off. Wow. All right. So, oh wow, you oh, turned it off. Oh, so you turn it off when somebody else is upset, <laughs> but when somebody sits <laughs> and bitches every fifteen minutes that this is the stupidest fucking thing she's ever seen. You make her sit through it because it might get better. You know what one of the greatest love stories of all time is? It's <laughs> Dreamcatcher by Stephen That's King. That's the worst fucking movie ever. When the ass weasel makes out with Donnie Wahlberg, it's, <laughs> it's the best. It's so great. Yeah, Erica, I watched that whole movie and I didn't hate it. And what? when when Christopher Lee gets because killed because I he has it. to grab his toothpick. <laughs> oh, oh, not Christopher man. Lee. Um, Jason Lee. Jason Lee Jason gets Lee. killed because he has to grab his toothpick. You killed Beaver. He didn't do anything to anybody. Well, the thing is, also, I saw I saw Dreamcatcher after I watched uh, Band of Brothers, so I was like, ah, it's Dick Winters. I think, and I haven't read the book. I'd like to read the book to find out if this is true. But I think that his toothpicks was supposed to be heroin, and that's why he was in the bathroom. And they changed it to toothpicks in the movie. Because they didn't want to put heroin, someone shooting up, or they couldn't because of censorship. Because Mr. King, we were letting you do all these movies. He was craving that toothpick like a junkie getting ready to shoot up. Well, he could also have just either just quit drugs, or he could have just quit smoking, or he was in some form of recovery, and those were a vice. 
Yeah, I'm I'm thinking see the book is considered good. And when I looked up the story points of the book, they're identical to the movie. And people who have read the book consider it a good book. So I don't get it. Well, One it's a terrible fucking movie, movie, so I don't yeah. know. Yeah, it's a bad movie. Maybe it's just an so, unfilmable book. Yeah, I was going to say, some books just don't translate to film. Yeah. So they just don't translate over, and it they make for awkward sequences. But it had, it had a, a lot of actors I really liked. Yeah, um, it I, did have a lot of famous people. It was just a shit movie. I, I didn't hate it, though. Well, you so, were wrong, and that's I, okay. I but think I we it. have time for one more question. Um, David, why don't you ask Erica something? Um, hmm. That is... And you could reuse these if you're, if you're trying oh, I know. to find something I'm just, that has to be asked. Just, well, let's see. We, we found out what she didn't... Um, Erica, what's, what's your favorite uh, romance movie or thing that you've seen? My favorite? Yeah. X-Files. Okay, yeah. Aww. Yeah, that's my favorite because they build the relationship and the trust over time. Mm -hmm. And even though they have vastly different personal views, they share the same values, which is why it works. Yeah, that's right. The first episode, they meet for the first time. I think Mm -hmm. the greatest romantic relationship presented in X-Files is between the smoking man and his cigarettes. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he's always sucking them off for nothing. Have you ever looked at the look in his eyes when he puffs in that show? Pure <laughs> ecstasy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like he's like, oh, you guys were saying something important. I, I was just that was mouth like a cigarette. <laughs> I don't know if it's problematic though because I don't know if those cigarettes consented. <laughs> I guess we'll never know. Right before he lights each one, he goes yes. <laughs> 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 like he was really close to the front of the cigarette and he just goes yes do it and he's like oh, I got you baby I got you <laughs> alright Mikey you're in charge of writing the fan fiction <laughs> we're bringing back the baseball playing alien in it though okay, okay. yeah like he's, he's just an older guy he's sitting there and he's like hey how you doing he goes oh good just sitting here having my chew and he's like just ripping off pieces of leather so do you consider the relationship between um, I'm asking Erica do you consider the relationship between um, uh, Scully and Mulder something that was shipped um, or was that when shipping was just starting to become a thing and I think show? it's when it was becoming a thing because I, I mean, clearly, either either David Duchovny and Jillian Anderson just have amazing on-screen on-screen chemistry, where the writers decide to write it in, or they intentionally wrote it in. I don't actually know, but it reaches a point. I think it's probably about season three, where you really they really understand each other, and they reach that point where they don't need words anymore. They just they just understand each other and i think that's the point where you can start to see like a relationship forming and i think it's something that the the viewers picked up on and then they just had this expectation and then the writers figured out that you know everybody had picked up on this and it was something that they just kind of teased for the rest of it i mean the whole first movie was about you know them actually getting together and then they kind of don't but kind of do and it's just it's just a thing, you know? So, yes, it was kind of when it was started, though. So I'm not sure how reliable that is. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. With your views on all this, how much do you hate Ross and Monica? 
Not Ross and Monica. Ross and Rachel. Monica too. It's his sister. How much do I hate them? Oh yeah, you know you hate you hate romance, and they're uh, are they aren't they a couple? Uh, Ross and Monica. Would, no, I don't know why I Ross said Monica. I meant Ross and Rachel. Okay, I corrected myself. He's Ross and Rachel. Um, okay. so I think Ross and Rachel represent something that's very true to people in the real world. That you have those friends that are always there for you, that you develop feelings for, that you never intended to have feelings for. And some points in your life it works and some points in your life it doesn't. And it does create a dynamic, but that's a very real to life situation. Mm-hmm. I think the, the least real thing about it is probably how long Ross kept his feelings for her a secret. Yeah, that's probably that, the, yeah. the least real thing about it. Okay. This is a very important question. This, mm-hmm. is, this is one for the ages. Were they on a break? Yeah, they were on a break. Yeah, they were totally on a break. Thank you. We we had this debate in another episode. Yeah, I fought for the other side, and Mikey <laughs> fought for that they were on a break. But I actually, yeah. I was just being the devil's advocate in that particular yeah. episode. Yeah, we 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 actually uh, secretly both agree that they were on a break. I don't remember break. what the topic was, but the entire episode ended up being about that. Oh, we were yeah. talking about arguments. Yeah, that was the argument. That it was our debate. It was our debatable day. episode. Yeah, it was it was de- definitely debatable if it was good or not. <laughs> oh, very much so. So that is time for our conversation. I just want to thank everybody for a very good conversation. I think we picked something that we all had a horse in for a change. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. Fantastic job, everybody. Applause without clapping. Applause, applause, applause. Yay. Uh, Yay. Oh, you bastard. I'm watching, I'm watching the spikes pick up on the recording as you did that shit. Uh, <laughs> I had my hand so far away, too. It doesn't matter. Um, so <laughs> now we get to the part of our episode where we're going to fire up our technology. And we're going to enter Tales from the Extra Planner Portal. Portal. No, portal. no, we're not. Because I don't want to fucking talk about it, you asshole. We have to. No. No, I mean, don't you have the security camera footage? I this is going. (laughs) This is the thing. I have a feed that I can access through the portal, but it filters through lots of different spaces, times, concepts. So the only thing I got from this particular from this particular event was smells. And I got the smell of bread, some kind of chemicals. Later on in the event, I got I got some um, I I got the smell of like bog and stone. So I really have no idea. Um, I think that it was some kind of time shift thing. Um, but I I don't know where I don't know where or what she did. Erica, you got, please please we implore. What can we What can we do What we could we do to get you to share? At least some details about what you experienced. Erica, you please, you gotta tell us. Just we're we. Uh, we like how about never do that fucking shit to me again, asshole? Brian um, promises. Brian promises. Does not right, Brian. Uncross yes. your fingers. Yes, he promises. I. Um. Well, I can promise that I will never do it again. Why do I feel like I promise that I will never do it again. 
You will never send me in the transdimensional portal again. I Say. will never I will never initiate the sequence to send you into the transdimensional portal ever again. <laughs> or hit the and Nobody send else will either. I don't know how. He hasn't taught any of us how to use it, except for, Anthony, for yourself, kind of. man. I've been learning on the weekends. Nobody else either. I will never initiate the sequence ever again. <laughs> so what what happened? Uh, well, I got a firsthand look at the Salem witch trial, so uh, not fun. That sounds that? really interesting. No, it's not interesting. It's fucking miserable. It was goddamn miserable. Everybody walking around. I'm pretty sure that everybody was hallucinating just for record because they were saying they were seeing all sorts of shit. The bread was a little iffy. I mean, oh, that explains it was the bread smell. Scary. I got a little bit of like scary. a fungus kind of smell too. So yeah, I think we've definitely solved that mystery. Yeah, there's definitely uh, ergot. Yeah. That was oh, that was fucking insane. Little girls screaming and being hysterical. People being hysterical. Oh, by the way, watching people being hung for no goddamn reason isn't a lot of fun either. So, I thought that they burned. I thought that they burned people during the the um the events of that of no, event. Burning is something that only happened in England. Oh, that's interesting. You, so you confirmed that? Yes, I confirmed that for you. Nobody was burned. One guy was pressed to death, so that was fun. Oh, and did he actually say? Did he started... actually say more weight? Yes. Damn, that's awesome. Badass. That's so <laughs> yeah. metal. Were there ever? Were there? Any and the rich actual... people just kept buying all the land from all the people they murdered. So I'm thinking that that had a lot to do with it too. So I understand. Oh, wow. In reality, there weren't any witches at the. You know, there there weren't any real witches. They were just victimized people. So can you say? That you were the fir- the only witch at the Salem witch trials? Uh, well, there was one person that was a little iffy. Uh, Tabitha, she was a slave. Um, she was a little iffy. Uh, I don't know. Voodoo's really witch. You know, it was more like a voodoo situation, but not quite voodoo. It's hard to explain. But she did seem to have some idea about what was going on. So I don't know if I'm the the first witch at the witch trials, but uh, I was definitely the only witch that I could a hundred percent confirm. Interesting. Now there's a little iffiness about the portal. I don't know if I sent you to a fictional representation of the trials. I don't know if I sent you to a time in history or another timeline or another dimension. Um, Was there anything that didn't line up with what you knew to be historical or did anybody represent any actors? What do you mean, represent any actors? I mean, resemble, resemble any actors. Like, did you see, like, somebody who may have been, like, the Crucible or something like that? <laughs> when, you, when you said represent actors, it's like, yeah, man, one of the guys that got hung totally was, like, looking exactly like Nicolas Cage's agent. It was so weird. <laughs> no, I mean, the only thing I think that was really, really suspect, other than the fact that everybody was hallucinating off crap bread, was it seemed like it started one way, like everybody was having these weird hallucinations, and then it just snowballed into this situation where, and I kid you not, it seemed like all the rich people, like I said, were buying up the land from the poor people. Like, because if you got accused of witchcraft and you admitted it, 
You no, forfeited all your land. Yeah, you forfeited your land. If you didn't admit it, you died, and then your, um, you know, your family gets to keep your shit. So they were going through family members. It seemed like until they got what they wanted. It was very interesting, but I just don't think that we hear enough about that. Yeah, like maybe that's the part that they, we they don't have right. I don't know, but it wasn't fun. I'll tell you that I did not enjoy being an actual witch while they were hunting witches. Not a good uh, good thing that's to nice. be. That's not, that's not good. How did you Ow. handle having modern clothes? Oh, that was the first thing I had to ditch. First fucking thing. And it's not like there's a bunch of shops. But the good thing is that ha- they like hung their laundry out. So I just stole some clothes. Please tell okay. me you stole the clothes and then changed. You didn't just be like, I got to get out of these. <laughs> well... No, it was a Puritan time. I didn't want to be a witch immediately. We are professionals here, Mikey. I'm making sure because I've seen even professionals make mistakes. I mean, the Titanic sunk me. Erica may have never wanted to do this, but she did receive the same orientation. We all did. I mean, that's true. That's great. She did a lot better on the written exam than I did. David, you will you will get to do the orientation. I was going to say, I don't remember the orientation. Um... Dude, the training trip is so much fun if Brian doesn't forget you there for an hour and a half. It wasn't a forget. It was a time. I'm not going to get into this again. You didn't Uh, leave Erica there. She went back with you. Do you know how much I had to run to make sure those little tiny squid thingies did not get you? Well, Erica insisted I come with her. You you were just like, okay, push the button, Brian. I thought I was on the pad. You could have said something. I – okay. So – just before we finish this whole thing, Erica, you didn't get hmm. involved, right? Remember, num- rule number one, you don't change anything. Uh, Erica? What? Did you intervene? No. No. I may or may not have thrown out the bread. I, okay, well, okay, I mean, I'm, I did some Google searches and history didn't actually change. So that's, maybe, that's, that's maybe. Good. We'll have to look into. I, I have the coordinates still saved, so we can find out if a new timeline was created. Um, or I just that. didn't think that everybody needed to. I mean, after the first couple people start hallucinating, I just thought it was probably better that the entire town not hallucinate. I think maybe I saved a few lives. How many people are they saying died now? It's the same. The same compared to what? It's um. Hold on. Wow, that's a lot of dead silence. Wow. So, yeah, David, the the orientation trips are really fun, and okay. it, it's great. Like, hope, he took me to one where like there were these like squid things on the ground. They had like these weird like green dots, and their eyes. Oh my gosh, their eyes like they had like these neon purple glows, and when they would like and when they blinked, their eyes actually sucked into their head. Like that's how they then and then their eyes would pop back out and bulge. It was so cool. That's until creepy I, as fuck. All right. Until I got left there, it it, it like it, it really got sucked. But that was like the extra dimensional trip, and like because you have you have to do a historical trip too, dude. The chariot races in the movies don't do don't do no justice, man. Being at the top of the Coliseum, watching those dudes actually run through the Coliseum on these chariots, it's insane. And like you see dudes fly through the air and like just like just lions eat people. Don't That's enough of that, there. Mikey. Three seventy six. I mean, Mikey. Um, it's uh, still twenty five. Oh, so I saved ten people. That's good. Oh, what? See, 
Um, okay. Um, so Erica changed history. Um, does, uh, oh, oh, great. Well, now the time cops are coming. Well, what else is different? I mean, I mean, what do you like? What else could be different? I mean, is it, has it always been planet Hollywood? Has we it, will, we will find, we will find that out in a future episode. I mean, um, when Jean-Claude Van Damme kicks down the door, don't, uh, don't say I didn't warn you. Yeah. We have to be worried about like like we're gonna have to be worried about um extra dimensional extra dimensional policing service again. I mean um so um um what's everybody up to nowadays? We'll do this quick before we sign off. Uh David? Well, I've got Strategicon coming up in a couple weeks. Oh, so oh, that's oh, gonna I can't oh. wait. Uh, cool. I'm gonna be there all weekend. People are more than welcome to come out, hang out, say hi, play some games. And that Any- is at the LAX Hilton. Yes, it is this year at LAX Hilton, uh, February 14th. One through... exit from Compton. Uh... <laughs> Get off at the wrong exit. So hey, I need, I need help. I feel the like people should know that Compton is one exit from LAX. Make sure you're getting off on the correct one. Yes, but if you park at the hotel, everything is perfectly safe. There is nothing to be worried about. I didn't say no, there was anything to be worried about. I'm just saying, make sure you do what Google tells you to do. So, if, yeah, if you want to come hang out and do some gaming and stuff, I'll be there all weekend. You know, when I went to L.A. Comic Con, it had us get on the freeway and off the freeway like three times to do a giant circle to get to the hotel. So, I don't know about Google sometimes. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, in the days of MapQuest, <laughs> I turned it off the uh directions to get to lax to pick somebody up from the airport and i got up on the wrong exit and i got lost in compton so my my story about I lax think you should probably follow oh, the goddamn directions uh, it wasn't compton it was inglewood compton's further east whatever we're going to pretend that Erica confused those two neighborhoods um, no no that's, that's part of the history i'm sure of it because i'm pretty sure yeah oh it's Maybe it was Compton before the time changed. Um, okay. Before the timeline changed. Okay. Um, <laughs> I my um my stepdad lived in that area when he was a kid, and he gave me directions to get to LAX, and I had to drive through what I can only describe as one of the scariest experiences of my life mm-hmm. to get to the airport. Oh God. So you're just like, there's got to be another way. Well, we're, I, I kid you not. There were dudes on the road with visible guns in mobs next to at intersections. And I was like, this is scary. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Damn. Well, uh, I mean, as long as you didn't stop, you were fine. Yeah. It was just, yeah. It was Except just, for you have to stop at stop sign. I know, but he's white. They're not going to mess with him unless he starts messing with them. So just ignore them and you're good. All right. Um, oh, good so, um, okay, Eric, Ryan, cool. what, what, what's nerdy with you? What are you What are you going to be doing currently? I, I think it's Erica's turn. Oh, Erica, what are you doing currently? What, what's coming up for you? Uh, oh, I actually didn't. Um, whatever. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Oh, um, were you not done, David? Oh, you were not done? I was just saying, I have going to the Strategicon, and then, like I said, a fair's coming up, and you know, oh, yeah. I'm trying to get the word Sorry. out about that. So. Sorry, yeah. David. That's fine. We'll see good. David at Sorry. the fair. Yes, Renaissance Fair in Irwindale. We'll sign Irwindale. autographs for you. 
The original Renaissance Pleasure Fair. Yes, the original, the one that started it all. And that's uh, the one that Critical Role goes to a lot, right? Oh yeah, they're there. Uh, I I saw I saw uh, Talzin there twice last season, and the whole crew came one day. What days do they normally come? Don't tell me on on air. Uh, okay, sure, I'll tell you off air. Because all right, uh, Erica, what's what, 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 what do you got going on? Um, I am currently learning the new Pathfinder system so that I can DM a Pathfinder game. Ooh, nice! Yay! That's it. That's oh, and fun. I'm writing a book with Brian. Yay! And Yay. I'm doing um another podcast um about oh. Pokemon and stuff. Yay! Well, I'm a guest on somebody else's podcast. Should I? Say. Nice. 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 Yeah. Cool. Because Brian volunteers me for things. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, that's it. That's all I'm doing. And what's nerdy with you, Brian, coming up? I uh, got invited to NanoCon. By somebody I'm sure that's running it? Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> um, and um, um, Odin said at the moment that he will be there. Um, he <gasps> said as far as he knows he's going to be there. So this is like early days. Um so um I, love I am talking to them sometime this week um and i'm probably going to do i i want to do a seminar on podcasting instead of actually doing an episode this year that'd be cool um so yeah uh parkview washington yeah. um and when i'm I writing a book some, with erica oh go ahead yeah you know i gotta say when i finally met him at la comic-con i was so happy and <laughs> I was like, i'm glad and you I, finally got to meet him i was He's, so you know I what my was, favorite yeah. thing about odin is what He's so damn snuggly. David, what right? did you think of Odin when you met him? <laughs> Fuck <Okay>. you. <laughs> He's so cool. Asshole. One of these days, David's just going to snap and just take over a whole episode because we leave him. He has, he never got the orientation. He hasn't met Odin yet. <laughs> I was surprised that, that I actually was taller than Odin. I always thought he was taller. Mm-mm. But that doesn't take anything away from him. He he's he's so he's he's snuggly and he's fun. He's snuggly and he's so nice. I hate you all. His his niceness is just great. Plus, can you stand like next this, to him? His niceness is like this warm blanket. And if yeah. you're wondering who Odin is, he is Odin of Odin Makes on YouTube. You just look up Odin Makes and you will find wonderful videos of prop building. It's like a cooking show, mm-hmm. but making props. And yes. I've never seen anybody with a with a bigger fetish for foam floor mats than this man. Yes, <laughs> he will make you cap. He will make Captain Marvel's helmet out of a floor mat. It is fantastic. And you'll thank him for it. Um. So um, that's it for this episode, Mikey. Why don't you wrap us up? You didn't ask me what I was doing. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought that that didn't matter. Uh, go ahead, Mikey. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. oh, shots are fired. Damn. Oh, wound, sir. I am wounded. Uh, me, what I'm going to be doing this nerdy lately. Uh, well, actually, you know what? It's, for me, one of the big things I'm looking forward to is on the 18th of this month, because it's February 1st, I'm actually getting to go to Disneyland with my friend Justin on his second trip there ever in his life. He's, he's only ever been there. Yeah. He's only ever been there once before. And that was like before like star Wars land and the tower before the tower of terror got changed or anything. Like it was like, it was a few years ago. Oh, Mikey, I have a question. Yes, go ahead. Um, will you, if I send you the money, 
And I will. Will you okay. get me a Mace Windu lightsaber while you're there? You want the Mace Windu hilt? Yeah. Do you want the blade too? Well, yeah. Yeah, I, I'll totally get that for you. Awesome. Um, I uh, I'll talk to you after we're done with this because I kind of want the same thing. <laughs> you want Mace lightsaber. Windu's lightsaber? No, 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 too? no. I want you to buy me one, but not that one. <laughs> Which or one do you, you want? Come, or David. We'll, we'll talk about I'll it. Just start. You can, or David. Okay. No, tell us right, now. I guess that'll be on the bonus episode. Yes, it'll be on the bonus. Yeah, episode. there we go. But uh, or you could, you know, save up a little extra, and then we come to Disney with us, yeah. and you David, build, David do the is, build experience. David I, is planning content and planning his nerdy thing, so he doesn't want people to know what it is yet. <laughs> right, I'm in. Um, well, I mean, but uh, yeah, so I'm doing that, and I actually trying to get back into writing myself because there's i've had two of these these uh, novel ideas and i want to get them off the ground so bad and i'm working towards that myself so you guys are a little bit i'm sure you guys are a little bit further along than i am but I, it's something i really really want to try and get myself pushed down Brian and I are just really good at bouncing ideas off of each other. Well, that's good. That's good. But this is like I'm doing this uh, solo I've done and I really want to make this work. Like I don't I'm not something I have to get published, but a, a story I at least want to get out and okay. have out. I mean, wrap us up, Mikey. So, <laughs> ah, yeah, yeah. Wrap up. Yeah, that's your job. You know what? You know what you are? Okay. Hear us, scrambled eggs. A ray of fucking sunshine, buddy. Scrambled eggs in the middle of autumn with a hint of hammer. <laughs> what? <laughs> sorry, sorry. It, it's his clone programming. Ah. <laughs> so, oh, okay. yeah, okay. This, this, is, this has been a fun episode. Um, I actually kind of like talking about, about uh, you know, the drama of having romance and comedies and pop culture, all that. So. Oh, right. We but, talked about something. Yeah, we actually talked about something. But, uh, as always, I've been your host, Special Mikey, along with me was Super Vegan Brian. Goodbye, nurse. The, the cursiest of Smurfs, Erica. Bye. Well, I'm glad she didn't get burned or hanged. Yeah, and me too. And they only burn in England. This is true. And David Theobald. Bye, everyone. The third. I the third. hate you both so much. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, as always, stay nerdy, stay informed, and stay awesome. Stay and, awesome. Um, yeah. You know... Um, before I cut myself off, um, you know, I will never send Erica anywhere else again except for the pre-programmed destinations. God damn.